Hello, hello, everybody. What's going on? I hope you're loving all these podcasts. I have a feeling you are. My feedback has been more than ever, so keep that coming in either Instagram, DM, or wherever you want to. I really appreciate that. You are going to love this podcast with BK, especially as we get going. Uh, He is a father of six children, and I think five of them come in during the episode. So moms and dads, you are definitely going to appreciate the multitasking capabilities of BK Bareko. For those of you who don't know his story... I'm just going to call this podcast The Rise of BK because he is one of my dear friends. And on top of that, he has been through it, y'all. So very excited for you to hear this. I would love for you to message me your biggest takeaway or put that in your Instagram story. Either way, I will read it and I'll definitely reshare. Make sure you share. Make sure you subscribe. I am not... I am not above asking for help. So if we can make sure we are subscribing and sharing and reviewing this podcast, uh, make sure you do that because I do give away the $50 for the fan of the week every single week. Love you guys. Appreciate you guys. Hope you're having an awesome day and let's go get it. Hello, hello, everybody. What's going on? It's Jesse Lee. You can call me hashtag boss Lee or the people's mentor. And today's podcast is going to be unbelievable because I love this man's energy so much. I have to take you way, way back. The year was 2016. Uh, actually, it might be 2015. I don't even know. But I met you a long time ago. And I met this man when he had just gone through one of the craziest financial crises that I would never wish on even my worst enemy. And he still had a positive, funny attitude. I was like, this is my kind of person. And so we sat at a lunch at a sushi restaurant in Las Vegas. And he was just so kind to me when I was, I was a nobody in network marketing. Nobody knew who I was. And we were just having lunch and he was funny and endearing and charming. And I was like, oh, I really like him. And then somebody actually told me his story, which we might get into at a, uh, at a later time in this podcast. And I just thought, wow. That's somebody people should want to be around. Uh, And so I love him for a lot of reasons. He's a super, super savvy businessman, extremely creative. I already kind of mentioned his attitude, but his attitude's awesome. Nobody ever has anything bad to say about him. But what I love the most is that he's a daddy of six beautiful babies, one girl, one girl. uh, And I love how he shows his family and his life and everything on social media because so many people are like, oh, isn't that weird? Like, that a CEO of a company would do that and he doesn't and so he's a successful CEO he is the one who sent me that skincare I really liked in my Instagram so you can check out body pro it's b-o-d-e-p-r-o I'll link it in the show notes as well it's awesome it's Japanese konnichiwa Uh, but he is just such a fun loving man to be around and has so much business advice to share with you I would love to bring to the line as soon as you screenshot this put it in your story put it on your Facebook put it on your Instagram send it to a friend none other than my dear friend bk Bareko. i i'm gonna have to take it up a notch for this for this podcast i'm telling you um uh, jesse lee um i still remember the day i first met you and i think you were going through a little bit of a crisis on your own you had just i think you got terminated yep from that direct sales company and you were like oh my gosh i don't know what i'm gonna do and it's and it, it reminded me of the advice my dad used to give me. He would, he would say that the, the, the situations, the things that things that's happened to you don't determine your destiny. It's how you react, how you respond to the things that happen to you that determines your destiny. And you have taken that moment of crisis in your life and have developed it into, I, I got to tell you this, you are, you are with what I think, in my humble opinion, the hottest company in, in network marketing, and you are the hottest leader in network marketing. 
and you date a Ukrainian. So, you know, Marina Wari and I put the props out to you for that. Um, for those of you who haven't ever tried pierogies, you got to do it. I just got to tell you, you'll never go back. Oh, I love it. So, thank you for having me on here. And, and in my uh, six, they're not six babies. My oldest is 13. My youngest is seven. I've got two sets of twins, uh, seven-year-old twins and uh, 12-year-old twins. Um They'll always be your babies. They'll always be your babies. It is. It it is. It's funny because I've discovered some, a few things about myself is that I am not a good homeschooler. I have like such mad respect for teachers. It's so funny that, you know, it's always like, okay, the teachers and you go into the parent teacher conference. You're like, okay, how are my kids doing? And then you, you don't really treat them with the level of respect they have earned through this whole rona quarantine period that we're all going through and we're learning about all this stuff and how much we appreciate the healthcare workers out there yes you know the first responders the people on the front lines there but thank you for having me on and hopefully i'll be able to share a few things with with your listeners that help take them from where they are to where they need to be and where they are may be in a crisis and i've got i've got some experience in in dealing with that kind of stuff no matter how no matter how uh, big of a crisis you're dealing with um, it's always happening for a reason. And I believe that God allows things to happen in your life to stimulate your creativity mm. because some really great things can happen when you're, when you've got your creativity stimulated and you seem to be, um, in rare form this morning or this afternoon. It's afternoon for you. I'm in rare form. Come on. I'm always in a funny mood. I love that you said you're not a good homeschooler. This probably has no value to the podcast, but I want to know which kid do you want to suspend and or expel? Come on, dad, give it to us, BK. Be honest. Well, praise God that the good, the good news is, is that day nine into this, this, this quarantine, um, spanking and prayer have been brought back to school. So <laughs> is, and, and they're all going to graduate tomorrow because I'm like, just whatever. I will, I will laser print. I will Google graduation certificates. You guys are done. <laughs> so school's out for the summer tomorrow. God bless. I'm sure the kids I, are I pumped. I gotta tell you, this, this math homework they have for kids is tough. They're like asking me these questions and I'm like, oh my gosh. And it's so funny because when I was in school, they said, you have to learn your time tables because you'll never carry a calculator with you everywhere you go. And Thank goodness for Steve Jobs. Because Thank God. Calculators. That's right. I've posted that meme before too. I love that. Okay. So a couple things you said I really love. I love that you mentioned it's not what's happening to you. It's how you responded. And I think that's a perfect segue into if we discuss a little bit, if you're open, you don't, you can tell as many details I'm, as you I'm want to. Open. Okay. That's open. kind of what I thought. Uh, so can some of you, I know a lot of my listeners are very familiar with Vima. And so for those of you who are not familiar with Vima or are like, Oh, wait, wait, hold on a minute. Yes. That Vima, that Vima, I want you to tell about the rise of Vima, the crash of Vima. This is the CEO of Vima. So BK, could you do you want to kind of take us through all that? And maybe some lessons you learned through the challenges that you experienced with the the rise and fall of Vima. I think the biggest lesson that I learned is that you're not always understood, even though things make perfect sense to you. You got to be careful. You got to make sure that you're understood better. Um, Two thousand, I think seven. I started a company, so it was like fourteen years ago, called Vima. Um, coming off of a company called New Vision, which was the whole essential minerals, colloidal minerals, kind of a craze that went on. Um, 
uh, created a product called Bima, which is sort of the a liquid um, phytonutrient, vitamin, mineral. Did What's funny is, did some clinical studies back eight, nine years ago when clinical studies on nutritional products aren't really a big thing because they're expensive and, and you don't always like to see what the results are. But one of the big things was immune markers and how drinking Bima helps increase your immune system. And that seems to be a thing nowadays. Um, so we are actually sold out. So don't plug it because I'm actually sold out of Bima. And, uh, I am like, I am the Purell of nutritional products, I think, that I've established. So, um, but we're getting more in at the end of, uh, end of April. So it's just, it's just incredible. But well, so hopefully this- we're done with Corona by the end of April, but yes, you can yes. always boost your immune health. You should yeah, be doing, believe, doing the most. That. And you know what? I, I, and when you go on my social media, you'll notice that I, I, you know, I was watching Robert Kiyosaki and he goes, people are like batteries. You need the positive and the negative, the balance. And, and, you know, I post a lot of stuff that I, I, obviously I like to post a lot of humor stuff and I, and I send you a lot of the stuff that I can't post because I'm a CEO. <laughs> um, and what's up with the lamos that think you can't post your kids as a CEO and stuff? I guess they're, you know, anyways. I don't know. Be- but I love, I really love that about you though. Honestly, like I wasn't just saying it. I love that. I feel like, let's say you were my CEO. Let's say we weren't just friends. I think don't, it's awesome. Don't me like that. Oh, don't touch you. You did try to recruit this little this little hot market right over here, a hot item. Um, but I, I love that because when when I what I loved about what I love about you is that if you were my CEO, I would know where your heart is. I would know where your values are. I would know about your family. I wouldn't think that I couldn't have. I don't want to say balance, but whatever balance is for you, I think what you're showing people by showing your personality and making people laugh because you're hilarious. I think we're like seven minutes in and everyone knows you're half comedian. Like, I just think that, and so am I, so it's perfect. But I just, I love that about you. And so I think anybody who says something like that or, or the CEOs who are too scared, you know, or too prideful or whatever it is, I just, I wanted to make sure I mentioned that because I, I really love that about you. And if I were in your company... I would want people to know those kinds of things about you. What actually drives you, what inspires you, what motivates you. So I, I just wanted to know. I, I appreciate that. And, and, and hey, your CEO, Brian Underwood, he's a good friend of mine. Amazing guy. Uh, I'm, I'm jealous of his branding. Um, he's making the right decisions for the right reasons. Um, you know, one of the big reasons why you guys have got such a, such a great company is because of Brian and, and what he's, uh, what he's brought to the marketplace. And so, um, okay, you guys cannot come in here. Do we need to suspend these kids? This is what, come here, say hi. This is Cashton. Hey, Cashton. Okay, you can't talk to me. <laughs> He's got an empty plate, y'all. He probably wants lunch. Back, did you forget lunchtime? <laughs> okay, when I say, here's the thing, is I can run a company, but I can't run like seven years. No, a seven-year-old, friends, is seven-year-old taking over the school right now is what's happening. Every kid gets two three dollars. My son's negotiating with me. Every kid gets three dollars. I'm gonna send you a bill for this. Seriously, go. Um, but anyways, Brian Underwood is an amazing CEO, great guy. Um, Great branding, great decisions, great marketing, great everything. All right, go ahead. All right. Well, I want to know about Vima, Rise and Fall of Vima. This is a true quarantine uh, podcast that you're doing here. Hey, I love it. It's real life. People can relate. If you guys can relate, you can screenshot it, share it, and tell them, it's okay, BK. We relate. We relate.
That's it. That's it. Um, I forget what I was talking about, but I want to know about the rise and fall of oh. Zima and then challenges oh. and lessons you learned through it. Started a company, um, 14 years ago, Vima, uh, about, about three, four years in, I, I see, I, I, I wanted to create a liquid, like one a day concept vitamin. I think people know they need to take supplements, but they get, that's what I love about your drink, not diet shirts. See how I pay attention to you. It's almost creepy how much I watch you. <laughs> I love it. But but I, 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 14 years ago, I thought everybody knows they need to supplement, but they're getting what's called pill fatigue, where they get tired of taking all of the pills. Mm, pill um, fatigue, yeah. And so I, I had a Chinese MD with, you know, uh, training in traditional Chinese medicine. And he also had a PhD in genetic obesity from, from LSU. So he had this Eastern Western philosophy of, of uh, wellness. I said, create like a one a day supplement. And he, so he went in with the phytonutrients and the, plant source minerals and the vitamins and all this created Bima. Bima was great, except I'm sitting here thinking to myself at the time, Red Bull had just come to the marketplace in America. And I had read that it's like a $5 billion company. And I'm thinking to myself, Oh my goodness, this is like caffeinated soda pop. There's like zero nutritional value whatsoever in this. And so I'm, I, I was in the shower one day and I thought to myself, what if we are able to actually do you guys have any idea how distracting? I know. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. I'll be done in a little bit, okay? And we're going to paint. We're doing a painting project. If you're following me on social media, see Is it arts and crafts class right now we're interrupting? Okay, oh, make him another one. My kids are making... Can you look oh, they're start? taking no Can I can't. Find a, just go, please. Just find a whole okay, so what they're making is Oreo cookies dipped in dipped in pancake batter. And I'm somehow okay with that. <laughs> go. I'm sorry. Just go. These Anyways. kids need some ketones. That's what they need. So, Too much glucose. They really are. They really Too much are. Glucose. So I am going to so I I swear. Yes, absolutely. Okay, thank you. I don't know what I just agreed to, but I think it includes control of my company. <laughs> oh, well, you know, those are those mistakes that happen during quarantine. So I'm in the shower and I'm thinking to myself, this is like the poison of America's youth, this yes. energy drink yes. thing. And I kind of go off on things. And I didn't even have any kids at the time, right? Hmm. So I thought to myself, what if I took a dose of Vima and I put it into a can and I created a healthy energy drink? And so like 11 years ago, I created a brand called Verve, um, and it was the first healthy energy drink, either retail or network marketing. That's what I love about this industry is we bring products to the marketplace that need to have a story told about them. And, and that's why, and I, and I did traditional advertising for, for seven years and I'm, and I'm, uh, I'm, okay. Okay, go ahead, get out of here, please. Thank you very much. Okay, it's my seven-year-old. And he's, yes, he loses all of his allowance. So what I do with my kids is I, I know, Jesse Lee's like, note to self, never have him on again. No, actually, we can go into this because I know he has a really cool bribery system. Do you want to tell them? Is that what we're going to tell them? Do you want to segue? Got, every one of my kids has a credit card um, from Greenlight. If you go to greenlight.com, and what this allows you to do is you give them a card and it's got their picture on it and every kid's got a credit card. And then so every 
Sunday they get allowances and they get twenty five dollars a kid. You can just put it on your phone and goes thing, and and um, that's their. But they lose tallies for every time they make like somebody cry or they make me mad. <laughs> um, and you know they have this. I have a tally system. So what I tell them on Sundays is like, okay guys, let's look at your tallies. I put up my notes here, and this is all the things you did, and, and this is your allowance for the week. And so it's sort of like a way to motivate them to be nice to each other and it taps into the greed aspect of it. But I'm, I'm telling you it works except for this morning. It's not working, but we're day nine into the quarantine. Yeah. So I, I think nothing see. works anymore at this point. All right. That's so kind of creative though. You know, that's a creative solution. You could probably think of some ways to utilize that for your organizations or maybe your own kids. So I don't think that's, I think that's good. And Bela, his daughter, he only has one daughter. She has, she, there's no limit. Bela does no wrong. And I love that. I love that. Women rule the world, BK. Is kids, they will have their, on their phone, they'll go on Amazon and they have their credit card tied to, it's a debit card, tied to Amazon. And so when they want something, they put it in their cart and they save up for it. And then all of a sudden they get like a package delivery with their name on it. And they think that's like the biggest, it's cool. coolest thing cool. in the world. So, so energy drink, Red Bull kills people. Energy drinks are terrible for you. You created Vima. Vima did what? Uh, came out with the first ever healthy energy drink called Verve, and it 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 really te- because you're basically getting your nutritional needs in a beverage, and you're getting caffeine. Uh, this one has has collagen protein in it, but it, so it gives you everything that. And we're sold out of this too, so don't try to don't plug it either. I'm like the worst guy to have on a podcast. It's like I remember in the old days, you know, we used to answer the phones. Um, attitude is everything. Hi, welcome to Vima. We're at Tuesday. And when it got busy, it sounded like you were saying we're out of everything. And now it is actually almost the truth. So, well, <laughs> anyways, positive so problem. We, we get this, this, this guy, you know, so I, I, I reach out to a guy. Actually, he comes to my office, Gary Vaynerchuk. Yep. Um, I was, I think I was either the first client of VaynerMedia or one of the first clients of VaynerMedia. But I didn't have any social presence whatsoever. And this guy comes in. If you know Gary Vaynerchuk, he swears a lot. And he's like, you suck. You suck. I can't believe you're successful and you suck. And rather than get defensive, I said, all right, so teach me how not to suck. And so he's like, okay, get on this. So we hi- I hired him. We did some branding um, with, with Verve. And we start attracting young people. And, and their whole pitch, and this was... This was back when, you know, there wasn't the kind of opportunity that we had, like, before the, the quarantine. Um, and so the economy wasn't booming, and these young people were basically getting all this college debt and and getting graduating with jobs that they can't get when they got out of school. And so their whole message was, don't drink Red Bull, don't drink Rockstar, uh, you know, don't drink Monster, drink Verve, and if you want to get into the business, you can make money. So that little pitch took it with, with the guy, Alex Morton and, uh, and Brad Alcazin, and that just absolutely exploded. And we actually increased in sales by $100 million in one year, Woo! driven by the Verb brand. And so we got big, um, but we also got the attention of the regulators. And here we are in business for 11 years. We don't hear any quite no question. No text, no email, no phone call from the FTC. And then on April or on August twenty first uh, in uh, in two thousand fifteen, 
I get a temporary restraining order where they had taken 30 U.S. Marshals and 15 FTC agents. They surround my home office like we're selling crack, okay? Like we're, like we're drug dealers. And they shut me down. Um, and I couldn't say anything. And I had, and, and it wasn't like they were like asking me questions or how did we, they thought I was a cold blooded pyramid scheme targeting college kids. And it was proven that we weren't a, 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 a pyramid scheme, but the damage that they did, you know, cause we were selling in about 40 plus countries around the world and they, and I'll shorten the story here. Anyways, one press release, 8,900 media outlets picks up. If you Google Vima, um, it's not pretty at all. It's like, oh, college, the pyramid, all this. They don't tell you that, hey, we were the first company out of 47 companies that actually got their company back and we're still, we were operating. And I actually changed the, uh, I created the new company, a sister company called Body Pro, because Google has a really long memory. And a big part of our, of our, business model is we need to be able to have an opportunity. And when people that don't understand the whole story go and Google Vima, they go, Oh, these guys are scammers. Click. Yeah. Um, and we're not scammers people. I'm telling you. So anyways, so that led to Bonnie pro, which was uh, a little over two years ago. And uh, we're big in Japan. We got a little bit of traction in America, but we're really big in Japan. That's where the skincare comes in because the Japan is the number one market for skincare in the world and $20 billion. And it's like the new Paris is Tokyo. So, so by the way, real quick plug, the skincare is awesome. I like it. And Brianna Deerdick likes it. I was talking to her about it and she said, Oh my gosh, is it BK skincare? You like, I said, it's good. She said, I know. So two of your favorite ladies love it. Awesome job. Well done, Japan. Good job. Body pro. Too. We have a, we have a nootropic happy product and she's like, can you send me more? That's not right. Absolutely. I like happy too. I do. I'm a fan. Absolutely. All right. So that's my story. And so here, you know, I had this company doing $200 million a year. We actually, when we got attacked, we were the number one trending topic on Facebook and on Twitter. Um, we were, we were just everywhere. All the news, wall street journal, New York, Matt Lauer on the today show telling people I'm a scammer, Matt Lauer. <laughs> How'd that work out for him? Um, so, so it, it was like everywhere. And I am usually this happy guy that deals in happy thoughts and all this guy. And to have, I couldn't get $20 out of my ATM. I mean, they seized all of my assets, all of my money. They seized my company. We got it back 30 days later uh, to operate. Um, and, and it was shocking to me how the people that you thought were your friends didn't really turn out to be that close after all. Um, and, and one of the biggest things that I had to really come to grips with was the fact that I used to wake up every morning, guys, can you, I have an audience of three in here and they're all eating Oreo pancake cookies. <laughs> can you guys please just, you know what, just, just give me five more minutes. Five more minutes. I will give. I will give. I will give everybody. No, I'll give everybody an extra five dollars. Wow, five dollars. That's that's a little rich for my blood. Wow, you better get skedaddle, kids. But everybody that doesn't leave gets twenty tallies. If you leave, you get five bucks. If you lose, if you stay, you get twenty bucks. So the ticket price. I'm selling tickets to your podcast here. Hey, I love it. It's great. 
No, there's no way. No, it's they're little negotiators, by the way. Podcasters, they're out here asking for eight dollars. I could hear it. You talk them well. Creating good people or bad people? I don't know. I guess we'll find out. Time will tell. Time will tell if Matt Lauer has something to say about them. That's kind of my story with with uh, with network marketing, but um, you know, I learned a lot, and and I was always the guy that people would come to 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 be able to. ask for things or need things or fix things. I used to wake up and I'd have like 50 texts that I'd have to respond. And after that happened, it was like, I woke up and there was like, for the first couple of days, I just got a lot of texts because they were like, Oh, bummer, dude. Sorry about that. <laughs> Sorry yeah. about that. But then it was just like crickets. And for 17 months, I was in this lawsuit with the FTC and we finally settled. And people ask me why I settled. If you're innocent, why do you settle? And because they have this unlimited supply of money that they can just print. And I am not cut out to be in lawsuits. I am not a litigious guy. I, it, it's an energy suck. I just had to get back to something positive. And then I got, you know, six kids that I'm responsible for on top of all this. And so, um, I'm happy. And I was, and I, I went through that, the valley of the shadow of death, but you know, sometimes God allows things to happen to you to bring you closer to him. And, uh, you know, he, people say he whispers and that's why you got to get close to hear what he wants to tell you. And so, um, it was great though. I mean, it was, it was an amazing company and amazing products. We still sell the products. We just sell them through body pro when we actually have them, but, uh, but, uh, it's, uh, it's all good. And, I'm happy. I want to go through a couple of those things because I think there's a lot of life lessons in that. Uh, first of all, you, you did say sorry, so you let your Canadian hang out a little bit there. Uh, but Alberta. I was born in Calgary, Alberta. Ukrainian from Calgary. I know. I know your story. Uh, so I really, right before we had the uh, parade of children come in, you were talking about people you thought were your friends. And I would love to know some of the lessons you have learned overall in regards. You're going to ask me to name some of them. <laughs> no, I'm not that savage. I'm I'm a little bit savage sometimes, but I'm yeah, a little. You get, a, get a couple drinks in you, and you're like, tell me. Oh, <laughs> oh Lord, have mercy. Uh, so I, yeah, I, I don't I don't need to know who exactly we're talking about for sure, but I would love to know. Um, hey, I hear dogs. I know. See, I'm not perfect either. What, what are some? Um, what are some? What are some life lessons you learned through all this? Because you went to the top, you crashed all the way down. You're happy again now. Business is is good. Where are the lessons in all of that for the people who maybe they see they don't they don't they've never been in a situation exactly like you, but there's similarities in their story. Maybe they had a successful marriage and it crashed and they lost everything, or maybe they had a business like. There's a lot of obviously similarities in your and my my life. I was not, you know number one earner in a company, and then boom, oh yay, you're terrible, you're an awful person, everybody hates me, you know. Like I, I've been through that too, and then come back up again. So I'm just curious because I've talked about some of my life lessons I learned through all the craziness. But what are some of your key distinctions? Um, none of this is a surprise to God. The things that happen to you, it's not a surprise to God, and. Um, if there, there's always these lessons, you know, you talk about life lessons that the, the, the biggest issue with life lessons is if you don't learn them, you're going to repeat them. Um, and so it's, it's important to, to pay attention. Um, and it's, it, and it, you know, we, we are in this, in this quarantine period here and people are talking, you know, you watch the news a little bit and I got to kind of balance it out. I, I watch Fox news. 
so it's not as negative as as the other news that are out there. But it is it is a it is a, a an interesting time, and a lot of people are are feeling the the economic results. My heart goes out to the people that that are affected with with the virus. Um, but it's it's this it's this level of appreciation that is being rebirthed in this country that will like that like the healthcare workers. I went to the post office and I thanked the postal people for working um, because I know we shut down our home office. Our, our employees were like we they, you know we don't feel comfortable you know being exposed to to this, and so we we just out of an air of caution we shut down our home office. And here's the biggest problem is all my employees are like really happy working from home. It's all, we were set up to work remotely anyways before. Um, but they're like all really happy to be working remotely and the level of appreciation you have for the people in your life. Um, there there's positives to pull out of every situation. Now, economically, when you think about what you do for a living and, and how people's weight affects so many things, in regards to their health, what your people need to understand is what you guys do every day is a really big deal. I mean, you talk about getting people healthy and, and we have all this, all these accolades for the first responders and, and we stand up and we applaud them rightly so. But when you stop and think about it, when you have this, this team that is talking every day to people about health, they're actually kind of like pre first responders, you know, we, 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 we talk about immune system, we talk about weight, we talk about keeping people healthy, making the right decisions. Oreo, pancake batter Oreos are not the right decisions, people. I got to tell you that right now. But what you what your people need to understand is the appreciation they need to have for what they do. And there's never been a better time than right now to talk to people about health. That's, that's the topic that's on everybody's uh, mind. And you're able to bring to that conversation some things that they may not know about. That's why I get back to loving this industry is because we can tell stories like no other type of business, no other type of industry here. The other thing is it's the perfect time to talk to people about a home-based business. What's the, is that a shark? What are you doing? Oh. Are you waiting for me? Are you, <laughs> is this a signal? Most no. people just go like this. But no. like, hey. <laughs> This is Jesse Lee gets her t- <laughs> I was not signaling to you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I'm like so ADD. You know, the, I am I, too. It's okay. I went, I went, when I was going through my divorce and I was going through marriage counseling and stuff and the, and the marriage counselor says, have you thought of medication? And I'm like, you want to medicate this, this, that creates all of this. <laughs> maybe, oh, I should, maybe I needed to tone it down a little bit. No, but um, I love that conversation though. Appreciating what you do, understanding the amount of people on here who probably are involved in a health and wellness company. And I, I actually, no one said anything like the pre first responders. It's true though. You know, uh, just the people whose immune health was already very strong. The people who, you know, they were starting to say stuff like, um, I don't know if any of this has been debunked yet or not, but they were saying that, you know, obesity people, there's like no chance, like people are like they're, they can't bring them back because there's too many underlying health issues. They were saying, um, ibuprofen, you know, like if you're having to take in a uh, little, you know, over the counter inflammatories like that, not good. Just like little stuff like that. It just kind of brings a whole new awareness to everything. He, as he grabs his verve to drink it because his immune, immunity, immunity. I love it. That's fine. That's all fine. I can, I can key tone it up with you. I can, I can hang with the best of them. Um, 
So I, I, there was a lot of stuff in there, though. So I, I heard, and you didn't say it, but you were still willing to be coached through a lot of this stuff. So before everything, it's like you were humble enough to bring in Gary Vaynerchuk as an example. And then through all the stuff, you were you were willing to be humbled by, you know, government regulatory industries and your friends you thought were your friends who are clearly not your friends and all this stuff, and you kept rising. So my question is, how do you maintain an, a good attitude like that? How do you say, okay, I'm not as good at digital marketing as Gary Vaynerchuk is, I'll just eat my humble pie and I will learn from him. How do you learn from all the negativity and right and, and still rise? I think I, I think it gets back to the life lessons that you, you talked about earlier and the fact that everything you have to have the attitude that everything happens to you for a reason. Rather than complain about what's happening to you, look for the reason that's happening to you. And, and when you find those reasons, you become better. And, you know, we're, we're talking about doctors. Doctors go to seven years of school and they go into business and they call it a practice. Why do they call it a practice? Because the more they do it, the better they get at it. And it's the same thing with network marketing is the more you do it, the better you get at it. And, and you go at your own pace. I mean, that's what's wonderful about this. And I know you've got this goal. I was, I was watching you earlier today and you got this goal to pass – Holton Bugs is a number one income earner for a month. And, and, and that's a great goal. But what is even more impressive is the person, the leader that you have to become to be able to hit that goal. And that's what I'm, that's what I get fired up about because um, you're always developing somebody like you and, and, and you have such a willingness to share and a willingness to, to help people succeed. And, and, and that's why you're going to get to where he was and beyond that. I mean, if you can actually think about, wow, my goal now is to do twice what he did. That's my new goal. And so it's so it's it's just a reflection of you as a leader. And and I was watching, you know, I'm a big fan of, of Eric and Marina. And I know you were on the uh, on a chat with them before me. I'm like, hey, don't we have like a date in five minutes? She goes, I've got five minutes. I'm on with Eric. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> I did not. I did not say it like that. I did not say it like that. <laughs> but uh, but it is it is something that you gotta stay coachable, no matter where you are in life. And the more you apply that attitude, the the faster you're gonna enjoy the success. And that's what people need to understand is you know they get tired of of not having the kind of success that others around them are having. And just take a breather. You know, my, my Apple watch was just telling me to breathe just a minute. I, I, I got no time to breathe. Um, and uh, and uh, just go at your own pace. And you're on your own journey. Um, comparison can just be so demotivating sometimes and motivating at the same time. And so you've got to make sure that you just keep that balance uh, in your life and these life lessons when things happen to you, instead of reacting, act, say, hey, why is this happening to me? What am I supposed to be learning about getting kicked in the teeth by the Federal Trade Commission? And you, when you get a lawsuit that is 4,900 pages and, and the guy, the process server that delivers it goes, boy, somebody must really hate you. <gasps> and I'm a guy that normally I'm used to everybody loving me. Um, it was a real, it was a real learning experience for me. Um, but I, I believe I'm better now as a dad. I believe I'm better as a, as a leader and as a CEO, uh, than I was. I'm just don't have as much money as I used to have, but you know what? 
it's just it, it, it don't just be happy with what you have and just keep striving for more. So you just brought something to my attention that is part of our story, BK, that I must tell you, tell everybody. So uh, he just said you you become more appreciative for everything that's happened to you and how comparison can be demotivating. And be, one of my first memories of BK and myself, we were at that um, we were at GoPro and Tony Robbins was there. And VK and myself, we he saved me a seat in the very front row uh, of VIP. So I was front row with Tony Robbins sitting where next, you should be. Thank you. Sitting next to BK. And there was a conversation about this. There was a conversation of the things that happen in your life. Tony's saying this are happening for you, not to you. And you need to trade your expectations of people and situations for appreciation. So all the stuff that you are, that's making you upset in your life, it's not because of the person, it's because of you and your own mindset conjuring up in your mind what that person is supposed to be doing for you. Now, for some of you, you, you're like, what? I don't understand it. I had so much anger and resentment towards my mother, my entire child, like just not that, whatever. In that moment, I, and this is <laughs> poor BK. He knew me for a day at this point. Okay. I had my breakthrough. Yep, I had my breakthrough. I realized that I was holding on to that and that uh, I, the reason I'm so, I was so in the past just pissed at my mom all the time and just ugh, 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 was because I was expecting her to be a good mom. Not understanding that because she's the mother she is, I am a better, like you just said, a better leader, a better friend, a better mentor, a better coach, a better person. I will be a better mother for it. So these situations, so I'm sitting there and this was mine and BK's moment. I was not crying, okay? It wasn't crying. I was hysterically sobbing, like, ah. <laughs> He's kind of looking at me like, do I touch her? Do I walk, like, do I turn away? You don't know what to, he kind of like awkwardly puts his arm around me, like, what is happening? I'm like, ah. Listen, awkwardly. Oh. I felt I was absolutely losing my mind and it was a breakthrough I needed. And I love that he just mentioned it in the sense of, you could say losing Vima, um, you know, because think of how much better of a CEO he is. Think of it. Like he mentions his parenting. He mentions so many different things. And I think it's so important. We, we have that. I do want to touch on, you mentioned, um, comparison can be demotivating, but it can also be motivating. Do you want to give some examples of that to clarify for people who maybe heard that, but just kind of glossed over it? You, 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 you have conversations in your head. And I, and when I was watching you this morning, um, you were talking about, you, you, you're either talking to, I mean, you talk a lot, whether you're talking to somebody or whether you're doing a podcast or whether you're talking to yourself in your head. And what people need to understand is that self-talk, um, you know, Jim Rohn used to say, control the controllables. One of the things that you can control are these conversations that you have in your head. And this is my, you know, my dad was in, I got into network marketing when I was nine years old. My, my dad got into Amway and I was raised in a free enterprise household and, you know, the whole thing. Um, and, and when you would, when, when words would come out of our mouth, he, and that were negative, he would always say, cancel, cancel. Oh, and it was, and I love it that. was like, it was so, because he just, he wanted, he didn't want to say it once. He wanted to say it twice to make an impact that you can't 
you got to start by controlling the words that you're speaking because the power of life is in the tongue. But you're also having a conversation in your mind. I read a book and I had him, had him speak for me, Dr. Shad Helmstetter, um, what you say when you talk to yourself. And he talks about how you would not go see a bad movie 100 times. Yet, when you make a mistake, when you do something wrong, you will play that bad movie over and over in your head a hundred or a thousand times. And the things that you say to yourself, you wouldn't actually find yourself saying to somebody in real life. Right. When you say it to yourself, the most important person in your life is you. And so um, it, it's important when you're, when you're doing comparisons to be able to um, control your self-talk. And when you see somebody like you, you know, just kicking butt and doing so great on everything and you have, it's like, it's like, it's effortless for you, but you weren't always like this. It took a lot of effort to make it look effortless. And you should be more of a, of a model rather than somebody that you want to compare. You don't want to, you don't want people to try to be like you. You want people to be themselves, but use your work ethic as what you compare it to you know that's one thing gary vaynerchuk says hey you may be better than me but you're not gonna outwork me and 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 so that is what i mean by it can be motivating but it can also be demotivating because you're like oh i can never be like her but you don't have to be like you to become successful you got to be like you a lot more often and let that come out because just like a doctor practices and gets better the more you do this the better you get and 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 you know, I, I, I read once or I listened, I heard at GoPro, I think it was, one of the guys up on stage said, you know, you heard that leaders are readers and reading is important, okay? Um, but what leaders really are, are seeders. And every, we're in the conversation business and every conversation you have with somebody is like dropping a seed. And, and sometimes the crows are going to get it and they're, it's going to be gone. Sometimes it's going to fall on, you know, rocky soil, it'll blossom a little bit, but then, you know, once the first storm hits, it's gone. And some are going to fall on good soil and grow. And so what you need to understand is, is you're just in the sorting business. You know, you're good. The good people are out there and you just have to find them. And how do you find them? By having conversations. And so it's, what I love about this industry is it's not rocket scientists, not rocket science, because I barely graduated high school. I had to take six classes my senior year. People ask me how far I got through college and I go like halfway through the application. It is not for me. I am not, uh, I'm not a scholastic smart guy. I, my secret to success is I surround myself with people smarter than me. So if you're like me, just have conversations with people that are smarter than you, bring them onto the team because you're not selling you as much as you're selling the whole concept. Uh, this business model and being in traditional business um, and in advertising and talking every day to business owners and everyone, every business owner agrees, Hey, the number one form of advertising is word of mouth yet. It's the least compensated. So here our business model comes along and says that didn't make any sense to us. We should compensate people for referring. And that's how, that's how our business works. And when business people hear that they understand it, it makes sense to them. It resonates with them. And now is there's never been a better time to talk about working from home, having a secondary income stream. You know, back when the economy was killing it, everybody's like, 
you know, network marketing in the industry, typically when it's booming out there, our industry goes down. Yep. And then when it gets sucky and the recession comes in, our industry goes up. And so what we need to understand is right now, is there's not a better time to talk about health and there's not a better time to talk about a home-based business secondary income. And here's what I want you guys to understand is back in 2000, if you remember 2008, 2010, that kind of recession that we went through, great ideas, great inspiration can come out of bad times. And you realize that in that, during that period of time, um, Airbnb was launched, Uber was launched, Venmo was launched, Square was launched, WhatsApp was launched, and Pinterest was launched in a recession. So where you are right now, you need to understand that it's not the situation that's happening to you that's going to determine your destiny. It's how you respond to this situation. BK, when your kids are not annoying you, my God, you're so good. Are you like, shut up. You got to lock up. You got to expel those kids. You've got to expel them. That whole section, I just took two pages on. So I don't know if you were not, if you were not paying attention, rewind the last, I don't know, eight minutes and please re-listen. There was so much good stuff in all of that. I don't want to repeat it because they can literally refresh it, but I... I didn't realize Venmo, Square, Uber, Pinterest, Airbnb, and WhatsApp all launched in the 2008 through 2010 recession we were doing. That's powerful. And it goes right back to, and closes really nicely with what you had mentioned at the beginning, which is, of course, how you see things, your perspective, how you react is truly why or, yes, why people are successful. Um, so I respect your time. I know we're coming to a close now, but I would love to know if there was one final thing, BK. Oh, before I close... You have no idea what I'm doing right now. Well, maybe you do because you stalk me. It's fine. It's not creepy at all. <laughs> not in a creepy kind of way. What? Not in a creepy kind no, of way. No, not in a creepy kind of way. Uh, so the letter of this podcast, for those of you following along, is why. Why as in you rock, as in you are amazing, BK. Why? What else is the word for why? Yo-yo? Yo-yo. So that actually ends this word. So if you are the first one to finish this podcast and you have this entire word complete, be the first one to DM me for a prize. And so BK, my final, I know, I know. Like a pack of toilet paper? (laughs) (laughs) That's like worth a million dollars. I don't know about no PP. I actually bought a bidet because I was not going to have like a funky situation. All my my bathrooms have bidets. See? And like the Toto toilets and in Japan, that's like a big thing there. I know it you is. And I know. Yep, we, we know, know pierogies and we know bidets. <laughs> I love it. So that is not my final question. My final question is, if there were one thing, if there was one thing that changed everything for you in your business, I want you to give us that one final tip. Um, it's not one thing that changes everything. It's a lot of little things done a lot of times. And and what you need to understand is this time that we're in right now, this is going to pass. Change is the fact that people will be talking. This this has forever changed this generation. People think of this as this you know negative cloud that is hanging over the world right now. But actually every cloud breaks and and the sun comes through and the the ray of sunshine for this is the fact that we are going to be able to forever change the way people think about health think about their immune systems think about having a home-based business or a secondary income stream coming in that is going to be forever changed now people 
that used to laugh at you will be like, tell me again about this. How does this work? Um, and, and you need to understand that through when all this negativity is gone, something amazingly positive is going to be, is going to be birthed from all of this. And it's, it's going to affect a whole generation. It's not just something that happened and people don't remember it. People will remember this all around the world for the rest of this generation. Yep. I agree. Well, thank you so much, BK. I love that. I love you. I appreciate you. For those of you who have not already screenshot this, shared it with a friend, please do so now. So, so valuable. I love you and I love our friendship. Thank you for your time. CEO of Body Pro, BK Barreco. Thank you, Jesse Lee. You're amazing. I love you. Bye-bye.